So I have the privilege of introducing our speaker, as Rachel just said. Um, I've known Kylie for several years now because she is the director at Tova, which I frequent often, one, because their coffee is awesome, but also just because the entire atmosphere of Tova is just very much like a family and a place where I can go and I can feel known, and that is in large part because of the spirit that works through Kylie. I think her leadership is incredible, and she does a great job of just making people feel seen and valued. Um, But every time I would leave Tova, I was like, man, that Kylie girl is so awesome. Like, I wish I could be her friend. And thankfully, the Lord made that happen. So this past year, we've gotten to go on road trips together and just uh, hang out in evenings and stuff. And every time, time I speak to her, I'm just grow more aware of just the kindness in her heart and just the fierce loyalty and love that she has for all of her friends, but also for the Lord. And it's just evident in how she lives her life and how she interacts with people. So I'm very excited that y'all get to hear from her today because she is incredible. And I know that the Lord has put a special message on her heart. So give it up for Kylie Wells. Yeah, there's nothing in this cup. I just brought it to sponsor plug. Just kidding. I just spilled it, so there definitely is. Just kidding. Um, what Reagan didn't say is that I'm extremely ADD and very awkward, so this is going to be really fun. Um, real quick, where do the soccer girls sit at? The so- girl soccer players? What's up? <laughs> um, this weekend, I went to Dallas, which is where I'm from, and I saw an old friend named Brett McClung. So is Stephanie McClung over there? I hope I'm not getting her in trouble if she's not. Okay, I told him I'd say hi to you, so tell him that I keep my promises, because I did. Hi. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, so, first of all, um, Keisha and everyone else involved in Coordinating Chapel, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. Um, I think um, sometimes it's funny to, like, laugh about your insecurities, but I was, I was actually, like, by myself in my car laughing out loud on my way here because just thinking about this student I was at LCU, like, I wasn't a bad student. It's just, like, there's so many scholars that, like, walk out of here, and especially, like, the Bible department, and, like, I don't know. I just wonder if my professors are, like, why did we bring her back, you know? But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but all that to say, um, I'm super thankful that I'm here. Um, there's a couple things that um, about chapel, like specifically, um, that I always like think about or talk about with like freshmen that I meet because like I work at a coffee shop, so I meet a lot of freshmen and people at LCU. And one thing that I think about is like there's four chapels a week for, and my guess is like probably like thirty something chapels a year. That's a hundred and twenty like relevant speakers that Keisha and everybody else on her team have to come up with to, like, be here. And um, that's difficult, you know? And um, so, I don't know. I just think that's cool. The second thing is, um, and Keisha, you're doing a great job. Um, The second thing is, is um, I just, I was was thinking about it while we were worshiping. (laughs) But um, I love the worship here. It's new for me. I didn't grow up Church of Christ. Um, But you can kind of, like, see where everyone's at. Um, and, like, the people who definitely didn't grow up in church, which is, like, okay, but you're just kind of, like, wondering what's going on. And then the Baptists, which is, like, me, shout out, when you're, like, ready for the guitar solo in the song, and then it doesn't happen, and then you have, like, all the other people, like, competing to be on America's Got Talent in that 
time, um, just singing over each other. It's just, I don't know, it's just a different atmosphere, it's a different culture, and I feel like every time I talk about it after I've left, um, people relate to that, and I don't know, it's just fun. But the last thing that I didn't really realize until I was older and going to chapel, so like my last couple semesters here, is that they come up with themes for the semester. So um, how is the theme of this semester, if you didn't know that? And um, the title of what I want to talk about today is How God Loves Us. Um, One thing. I know that somebody else talked this semester about how to quiet the noises in your life. Um, and that's one thing that has, like, really bur- – I say like a lot, too, whatever um, – has really burdened me a lot um, is that I just feel like there are, like, a million and five podcasts out there, which are cool. Like, I love, I love listening to podcasts. But there's a lot for you guys to filter through, and, and me, too, to filter through on, like, what's actually good. Um, and I think that it's, it's – it's, based off your own context, right? So I might say a lot of things today, and you remember none of it, and that's totally fine. But if you do remember something I say today, wrestle with it and think about it, because that means it was for you. And if you don't, it's totally fine. It wasn't for you. Um, So how God loves us. Um, I believe that God loves us in so many different ways, um, but uniquely, intently, and unconditionally are ones that I I just want to touch on today. Um, so the first question I'm going to ask you, I want, it's one of those questions where you're going to answer with your gut, okay? So I don't care where you've come from, who you've been, or like what you believe in, just answer it with your gut, and then from there you can wrestle with it or change your mind, but I want you to be aware of your gut feeling. And that is, if you did not pray, read your Bible, or go to church, or like participate in worship, would God still love you? And I want you to, like, know what your gut answer to that was. I think if you answered no, um, from there you can recognize that maybe you didn't realize that you believe that God's love is contingent based off of your own efforts. And that is not true. If you answered yes, then I believe that deep down and somewhere in you, you were taught or it was innately known for you to know that God, there's something deeper to a relationship with God than our efforts and the things that we were told we should do, right? I'm still wrestling with this as well. Um, I grew, I did grow up in the church. I, um, I was, it, it wasn't like these are bad things. Prayer, reading the scriptures, going to church, those are great things to do. Um, but they're not the, they're not what determines how much God loves you. Um, and I think that that's gotten lost a little bit in our American church culture. Um, so first prayer, um, the Bible says, um, to pray without ceasing. So if our idea of what prayer is, is having to say, dear heavenly father, you're so great and your hands are raised or your knees are on the ground. If you were, if we're supposed to pray without ceasing, if if the Bible doesn't contradict itself and we're supposed to pray without ceasing, how in the world are you going to do that constantly? Right? So there's got to be something else to prayer besides that we have to do it in this perfect posture, in this perfect way. Um, and in Romans eight twenty six through 27, um, it talks about how the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, which, like, interceding is a type of prayer. Um, and that's with the moans and the groans. So he doesn't even use words. So if the Holy Spirit isn't even using actual 
verbiage, like he's just making noises and God can understand him, why are we putting so much effort in how our prayers sound, you know? Why, are we, why do we think that we have to pray a certain way in order to get God to love us? Reading scripture. So the scriptures are holy. Um, they are good. They are God-breathed, and they have been revealed. And so nothing about reading scripture I want to tell you is bad or that you shouldn't do it. But my point is that it's revealed. Um, and what um, the girl who read scripture, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. The girl who read scripture, she read John 14, 12. Um, which talks about um, how uh, I completely forgot my scripture, <laughs> but um, it, it, it talks about how um, anyways it talks about going to the Father, right? So, so Jesus is going to the Father, um, which means that we are to do we are to do greater things um, than what he did on earth because he's going to the Father. He wanted to be our help. He wanted to reveal himself to us, right? And so there are other ways for God to reveal himself to you um, besides simply reading scripture. He wants us to get out there and he wants us to live, right? He wants he wants an opportunity to reveal himself to us. Um, and that brings me to going going to church. Going to church is a good thing. Um, community is a good thing. Um, but if you are, same thing with reading scripture, church and reading scripture, those things, if you're bullying yourself into liking those things and you just really don't want to go or you don't want to do it or you're not finding joy in it, dare to, to have God reveal himself to you in another way. Dare to um, know how to, learn how to worship God without it being a song with a piano and a guitar or acapella or however it is that makes you comfortable. Learn how to worship God riding your bike. Learn how to worship God talking to people. My favorite quote from one of my friends, I, I mean, I look up to him and his walk with Christ more than anybody. And he was just, he didn't even realize what he said. He was just talking and he was like, he drives a truck for a living. And he was like, I was just, you know, in the truck driving and I was listening to death metal and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. And I was like, what? Let's see, death, death metal? No, you can't do that. Um, so, um, but I, but seriously, like, the Holy Spirit's not afraid of death metal. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's way more powerful than death metal. So if he wanted to speak to my friend Zach while he was listening to death metal, he can do it. He can do whatever he wants, you know? And so don't be afraid that you have to fit into these boxes, these shoulds that you should do. And I think that if you can start to realize that there's other ways for the Lord to reveal himself to you, there's other ways of worship, there's other ways of learning and experiencing God's love, those shoulds won't be shoulds. You would undo the should. It would just be something you, you would want, right? And if it's not something you want to do right now, I, I encourage you to, to, to first talk to somebody that you trust about it. Um, Josh was just telling me he's had this conversation with a couple people this week. So I'm not the only one that, like, God's speaking to this about. Um, there's something that's, that's off, right? If we're supposed to feel free in Christ, and Christ died for us for us to be free, then why are the things that we should do not feeling free, right? Don't be afraid to ask that question. My favorite analogy is that the, if the Lord really created the whole earth, and he doesn't have to tell a tree how to worship him or tell a tree how to sprout 
flowers or apples or whatever tree you're picturing in your brain, then why are, why are we telling people how, they have, how they're supposed to worship and how they're supposed to pray? I believe God created us to, to do that naturally. Um, I believe that when I'm sitting in my car and I'm upset and I'm thinking about Christ and, I'm, and, I'm, and not even Christ, if I'm just thinking about what's upsetting me, and I just want it to be better, and, and, I, and, I want to, and I want restoration, and I want good things out of it. God hears that. That's a prayer. Um, and, I, and I didn't have to say, Dear Heavenly Father, before it, right? I believe that God is holy. I believe that these things that we were told we should do aren't bad. I believe that they're good. But I, but I, don't, I don't think that we should be told that we should. You know, do you see what I'm saying? We, sh- we, do, we shouldn't have to feel like we have to or God doesn't love us. Um, God loves us uniquely and unconditionally and intimately. And until we understand that unconditionally really means without condition, like literally you don't have to do anything, then if we, if we don't get that, if we're not connecting those dots, um, we're always going to be trying to earn a love and earn a grace. Um, I also want to just talk to um, to non-Christians in this room. If you ever were vulnerable or bold or, um, or just, um, yeah, bold enough or vulnerable enough to ask somebody, what does it mean to have a relationship with Jesus? Or, I don't really know if I believe in God, but um, I, think I, I think I might be curious or I have some questions. And if all you were told was, um, well, pray and do all these things, and then you'll have a relationship with God. I'm sorry, because I don't believe that that's true. Um, I believe that what comes first is that you are loved, and you were loved before you even had a question about who God was. Um, and same thing with people who, who have gone to church their whole lives. You were loved before you knew the right answers. Um, you are still loved, even though you are caught up and jumbled up in the right answers. Um, and you will continue to be loved if you're still wrestling with this after today. Um, you truly, truly, like I, I can't express that enough. You truly don't have to do anything for God's grace and his love. And I hope that these things that you've been told that you should do from here on out, um, become things that are freeing to you. Um, and I just encourage you until they are freeing to you that you learn how to do something that is freeing because I believe that's when you'll really learn and, and, and know who Jesus is, is when you can find freedom in talking to him, freedom in talking about him, um, and freedom just being alone with yourself, um, with the thoughts directed towards him. So, um, that's it. You're dismissed, but thanks for listening and have a good day.